and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back with you, back in this pandemic life, but we're still doing that new metal every week for you guys. And this week, we're talking about a band that was recommended to us and we played a little snippet on the show and we all agreed we got to hear more of these boys oh yeah and that is twin method their album the volume of self we're gonna talk all about this record we talk about the color the many colors of the hair every color i'm pretty sure right jenny most colors most colors uh, we're gonna talk all about this band we're gonna talk all about it but before we do we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we got a message from our boy Nick Fenton, who let us know over on Louder Sound, our boy Des from Cold Chamber and Devil Driver did a little article with them, My Life in 10 Songs. From new metal anthems to groove metal neck snappers, these are the 10 songs Des Fafara is proudest of writing all right so first one he's got loco with cold chamber classic um, yep shock the monkey which he did not write <laughs> it's a cover let's see uh, wait <laughs> I'm, I'm like here's the thing i'm full disclosure i did not read this article before i put it on the list i'm like we'll just run this down it'll be real fun i did not expect the second song on the list to be a song he did not write um i think what he's proud of is that he got ozzy to collaborate on it with him i mean absolutely absolutely okay yeah for sure listen i was listening to master of reality yesterday this is totally true black sabbath they're great I don't know if that's been discussed at all. <laughs> well, keep an eye out for those boys. <laughs> all right, keep an eye out. For I, like I think they're real up and coming. I feel like they got they got still some things up their sleeve. Don't 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 write them boys off. Rowboat by Cold Chamber off of Dark Days. I could care less. Devil Driver, End of the Line. Devil Driver, Clouds over California. Devil Driver, Sail. Well, you gotta listen. You got to have Sail by Devil Driver because we, when we saw Devil Driver live, first of all, we were in the cups, which yes, was great. We were. And when they did this song, they had all these videos of sinking pirate ships and floating bodies. It was a trip. It was wonderful. So I get it. That one, he's, he's going to be able to play that one the rest of his life and always have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I Owe You Nothing, which is off of the Reunion Cold Chamber record that we have not done yet. And uh, then Keep Away From Me, which is a new Devil Driver song from this year, as well as a song called Wishing, which, according to this article, is Dez's first clean vocal for Devil Driver. Wow. There you go. So those wow, are the wow, 10 wow. songs. Jenny, any, any feelings on this list? Anything to add? I can't tell somebody what they're proud of. That's true. That's true. Uh, thank you, Nick, for sending that over to us. Also, Jenny, we got to talk about who's in those DMs. Who's sliding up in? 
I'll tell you who's in those DMs. Uh, it's Matt. Matt says, hey, Roach Coach, I'm Matt. I'm a 20-year-old fan from Massachusetts. Hey, man. I'm what's a up? huge new metal fan. I grew up listening to new metal from my brother and cousin, along with various PS2 games and YouTube AMVs, LOL. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Matt, do you know what a YouTube AMV is? Well, let's find out together. Okay. That's right. We can Google things. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep going, and then we're okay. going to come back around to be educated. Oh, it's where they put, like, it's an animated video, but it would have, like, in the end, by Linkin Park on it. So it's kind of uh, like it's putting your music over something else. Thank you, Matt. You've added at least five years to my life. Uh, okay. So... Heard about these from all these different places. Uh, System of a Down and Corn are my favorite bands. Your podcast and what you guys have put together is amazing. Sometimes I feel like I'm right there with you guys. I discovered you guys after listening to a podcast about Woodstock 99 and heard your Follow the Leader episode. My favorite episode is The Sickness, and I think the way you guys include songmeanings.com is a very clever addition to the show. You guys left me a little heartbroken with your first corn episode and was wondering if you guys could maybe reconsider redoing it with how far you guys have come. You guys have taught me how to activate a pit, what a smooth boy is, and how to get down with Funky Ken. Sincerely, a road rider for life, Matt. Did somebody order something funky? I think Matt did. I think Matt did. Thank you. That's very, very kind DM. And I'm, now I'm just going to bring up amvs just drop it out there people will be like she's not oh she knows what an anime music video is oh yeah people are gonna think i'm fucking sweet oh man mitch is not gonna know what's gonna he'll be like you know about amvs mitch are you a square wow he's gonna cry himself to sleep oh wow do we i i have to ask and this this might be um i don't know how much inside baseball this is but we've been asked about the first corn record probably more than any record and i don't know if we've gone on the record about redoing it but i think we've actually come to a team consensus on when we would actually do it again i think we have talked about this and if we were to ever do it again Yes, I think we know when we would do it. I think that's all we need to say. Yep. But thank you, Matt, so much. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, much appreciated. Also, a big thank you to Kevin Kenny over on Twitter, who tweeted, Roach Coach Rules. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, we got to get to some feedback we got for our Mudvayne episode. Mudvayne app feedback. We did. Uh, the new Metal Advisory Board said, I am definitely surprised and saddened by the lack of saw love. Broken heart. Great album. I found Mudvayne because they were thanked on LinkedIn. <laughs> Thanks on LinkedIn. They were thanked <laughs> on Linkin Park's Live in Texas album. Chucked their name into Google Images because what you look like is incredibly important to a teen, right? And I was incredibly captivated by Chad's Blue Mohawk and Goatee Dreads. I picked this album up close to day of release and loved it. Determined kicked ass and Happy is one hell of a catchy song. Just is also another favorite. 
Personally, I think it's their second best album after LD50, of course. The End of All Things had horrible production, in my opinion, which ruined the album for me. Here's my hot take, though. In my opinion, this album solidified Mudvayne as a second-tier new metal band. LD50 showed massive potential. The End of All Things was awesome, and, but had super thin production. Lost and Found was also awesome. Fixed the production problems, but revealed that they just don't have the chops to keep up with top-tier bands like Slipknot and Korn, etc. Mudvayne have massive, a massive cult following, and they deserve the love. They just can't seem to keep up with the top-tier peers when it comes to the producing of a whole album of bangers without a whole bunch of filler. A Mudvayne Greatest Hits would be incredible. We love a Greatest Hits. We love a Greatest Hits. Perfect segue, side segue, to talk about that. That's right. Next month, Greatest Hits. The gifts of Greatest Hits. Each one of us are going to be gifting each other and Road Riders and Indigo Angels with a Greatest Hits album of our choice from any genre in the whole wide world. I'm very excited for it. That's right. Yeah. Go back to uh, feedback. Elric said, I really wouldn't be surprised if that fall into sleep video was rushed quick. It looked like it was missing a bunch of shaders slash textures and such. Basically, if you ever saw a movie that was missing post audio, this is the CGI equivalent. So if you don't remember, the fall into the sleep video is the worst video ever made. Um, <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible CGI video. And... I think you're right, Elric. Uh, Gareth Davies piped in and said, I have Tim Gunn's voice in my head saying, this feels like student work. I used to work at a school of animation. If my first years turned this in, I'd be, yeah, great. If my second years turned it in, I'd be, what happened? <laughs> wow. There you have it. Wow. Derek Woloski says, great episode. Determined has always been my favorite Mudvayne song, and the album is a ton of fun. Thanks for the shout out. You guys are amazing. Keep on rolling, baby. Keep on rolling, baby. Fran Smith says, when I was a teenager, my boyfriend stole a bunch of my CDs behind my back to sell, and this was the only one I didn't bother rebuying after we broke up. Levels in a sentence. So much wow. going on there, Fran. <laughs> so much that's going on. That's an all-timer Salt comment. Salt the earth. Holy wow. shit. Wow, Fran. Uh, thank you. That's one of my favorite comments we've ever received, Fran. Um, <laughs> Austin Count says, I was happy to find out that my wardrobe choice for the day went well with this week's episode. I'm about to finally dive into it. I do remember liking some songs on this, but seem to recall quite a few slow boys, or maybe I'm just thinking of happy. I can't wait to see what y'all think. Edit. Okay. Maybe it wasn't as slow as I was remembering. I mean, it's no LD50, but there's still a couple bangers on it. Determined will always hype me up. And we seem to have a shirt that Austin's wearing. It says Mudvayne. There's a picture of who I believe to be Darth Maul. Is that? Yes, that's right. Can you confirm, boys? Can confirm. That is Darth Maul. Uh, Yeah. Thank you, Austin. That's a great bootleg shirt you got right there. And uh, finally, Mike Palladino piped in and said, starting this baby up now, and it's two hours? Jeez. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the current streak. (laughs) Mike, buddy, this is how we do it for another one. Yeah, man, we're in it. Uh, and that is it for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us a message. Send us a DM. Send us an email. 
roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your recommendations. Send us your thoughts and opinions. We love to hear from you. And, uh, and now it is time for the album of the week, The Volume of Self by Twin Method. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on June 13th, 2006. Oh, wow. That is... I mean, it's come down, but it might even be... No, it's pretty much come down. Even, uh, I think, like, in the mid-2010s is when we kind of have a changeover. Okay. That makes sense. I think it goes without saying that none of us have any history with Twin Method. Nope. Nope. Well, then that that takes out that part of the show. Um, so <laughs> say goodbye to that part of the that show. That part done. No history with this band. All right, Jenny. Once you let us know who's in Twin Method. Twin Method is Dean Melvin Gibney on guitar, Adam Carter on drums, Giannis Jan Lamberti on clean vocals, Jason Potticary on harsh vocals. Matt Carter on bass, and Robin Carter on backing vocals and programming. Okay. So we have a lot going on there. A couple of these guys have alternate names. So our guitarist also goes by the name of Dean Dean. And this band was formed in 2001 by Dean Dean and Mr. Potticary. They're from the UK. They're from Liverpool. Any other bands out of liverpool or is this the biggest band that's ever come out of liverpool can anyone confirm um checking i think they're the biggest it's this guy is these guys it's these guys probably twin method yeah probably twin method all right so twin method the uh the reigning kings of liverpool never been anybody bigger this record jenny producer an old friend a producer on this record ex-machine head soulfly guitarist logan mater oh yeah so we got we got a known a known entity behind the boards have you looked at this man's wikipedia photo lauren oh my god i know is logan mater the scorpion king holy shit (laughs) he should have been you know what i am i gotta tell you whoa matt Matt, pull this up okay all right do yourselves a favor and look up logan conrad mater on wikipedia i gotta tell you i gotta tell you when you go on wikipedia and you look up somebody's picture or you look up anybody even if they're like the biggest star in the world george clooney brad pitt Catherine zeta jones whatever just naming people from Ocean's 12. The picture is oftentimes like from like a junket or something. It's never flattering. There's some wild, unflattering photos in Wikipedia. This photo, well done. This, my, my, this photo is a ride. It's a compliment, I would oh say. Oh, my Lord. I mean, the dread's on point. For one, my dude is jacked. That's... To the- tits <laughs> this has to be the strongest he ever was in his whole life oh <laughs> and this, it was captured at this moment this is this is one of those things he's like take the picture right now because i'm <laughs> never gonna look better than i do right now he looks incredible the tat work going on here these tattoos he's got what looks to be eyeballs on his chest is that like a, a fossil emblem on his stomach and then I mean, this dude just looks checked. Notice, though, this guitar only has three strings. 
<laughs> no, Warren. It Wait, has all what? the strings. You just could only see the top few. They're <laughs> oh, all can... there. Are they all there? Okay. I was like, trust was... me as the guitar string expert on this podcast. All right. Because I, I, it, it didn't seem like enough. And I was like, wait, did Logan Mater join Presidents United States of America? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's he playing Lump? Up. It's, I understand why those smaller strings wanted to shrink and disappear in shame <laughs> compared yeah. to how rich the sky Jeez, cut pecs. Yeah. I mean, the imagine- lower strings were like, you know what? I don't need to be in this picture. <laughs> this, this guy's fucking going for it. Uh, now, by all, by all appearances, seems to be a white gentleman killing the dreadlock game. And then... He's cut to death and is like, put some fucking Aztec symbols on me. And you know what? All of it works. Also, it seems like, I mean, my assumption is this was taken at a concert, but it seems like he's standing in front of like a movie poster or something. I can't even tell what's behind him, but it looks like a horror movie poster. And so part of me likes... I'm I'm re-examining. I thought it was like some kind of Aztec symbol. No, on his pack... Okay. It looks like Freddy's eyeballs. <laughs> Are those be. Freddy's eyeballs? Wow. It, it makes it, sense. He's an icon. It's it's a wild ride. This is Mr. Toad's wild ride here. I have been I mean, I feel like I've been staring at this photo my whole life. That's that's how I feel. That's true. Incredible. Incredible stuff. If you haven't gone to Logan Mater's <laughs> Wikipedia just to look at his photo, um, I don't even who even cares about his resume? Just the hell are you waiting for? Yeah. What are you doing with your life? Go look at hey this man, photo for a little get bit. Get on it. That's <laughs> what I'm sending my family for Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. This guy used to be in Soul Flying Machine. Dad, check out this link. Does this guy look strong? <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad. Here's a picture of a very jacked Logan Mayer. Yeah. He's, my, he looks My, he my looks Christmas 88th birthday is tomorrow. I'll send it to her, too. She doesn't uh, have the internet, but oh, she's, hell, you know. She's she's in for a treat. She's in for a treat. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Well, I'm We sweating. went on a ride. We did. Um, twin method. <laughs> right. Yes. These guys. These Less guys. Less strong than Less, their producer physically. There's no way. I mean, I so- we looked at some pictures of these guys and we also watched the music video. They, yeah, they do not look as strong as Logan Mater. Um, I'm just going to say that I would dare to say based on this photo and then this other group photo that we have as my background, I think, I think he probably walked in and he was like, this is how things are going to go. And they were like, sure, absolutely. Cause he's jacked. I can't. Okay. Okay. This is not about Logan Mater. This is about <laughs> twin method. <laughs> It's not about my new boyfriend, Logan Mater. It's that about was honestly it's not about my man a crush. Showstopper. A showstopper of a photo that popped up when I hovered over his name. I was like, what the fuck? Whoa. Okay. So, all right. Logan Mater. All right. Um, okay. So <laughs> Whoa. All right. So Twin Method, a little bit about them. They toured uh with artists including Drowning Pool on their 2006 U.S. tour, American Head Charge, on their 2006 European Occupation Tour, Soil, Typo Negative, Five Finger Death Punch, Blood Simple, and in 2007, they were part of the Family Values Tour, 
with corn and evanescence. But it says citation needed. I'm assuming somebody, they must have played a date. They must have played a date. I don't see why you'd make that up. And they were also on Typo Negative's 2008 Halloween tour, along with Eurovision winner Lordy. Also says citation needed. I'm going to believe it. And uh, Twin Method split up in early 2009 before recording their second album. It says citation needed, but there is no second album. So I feel like that's a fact. I don't know what more you need. So, Jenny, there's no specific Wikipedia page for the volume of self, but we do have some genre tags overall for the band. Yes, we do. And those genre tags are industrial metal, alternative metal, and new metal. There you go. That very precious new metal. They got it all. They got them. They got them all. You know, so they're touring with typo negative. So Peter Steele's walking around. Are they sitting there? A man (laughs) of whom a woman would eat her own shit. Ah, These guys. Wow. They just they just like them big and burly. That's what as far as I can tell. All right. Go Google some pictures of Peter Steele. All right. What else is there to talk about with this band? I, I was not know. able. The album cover. Yes, I was not able to get a physical copy of this album, but this album cover. Walk us through your feelings, Jenny. Well, I'll tell you, it's not Logan Mater, which seems like a miss on their part, but it's <laughs> like a looks like a crying woman's eye in some windows. Is that is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, that's basically what I got. It's just, it looks very, it, it looks like weird early CGI animation. And I I don't know. It's it, Oh, and if you blow it up, the title of the album is underneath her eyeball. I didn't even notice that initially. I found a few uh, reviews of this record which I shared yes. with you, Lauren, but yes. one of them has a cover artwork rating, which I've never seen. <laughs> um, and their cover artwork rating is 35 out of 100 for this. And, you know, it's definitely not one of the better album covers I've seen. Yeah. But you know what? I don't have an album cover of my own. You don't. So. Yeah, there we you go. Don't, you don't. Now, Everybody Jenny, knows it. Everybody was yelling it at their podcast streaming were. service. Now, Jenny, if you were to make an album and they came to you, like the album's done, mixed, mastered, it's all ready to go. And they said, what do you want your album cover to be? How quickly do you send them the link to Logan <laughs> Mayer's Wikipedia page? It's already sent. Okay. <laughs> just checking just checking i'm like because... didn't you get my christmas email <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what other choice you'd go with all right well that'll work with all that said and done it's time to hear some of these songs so let's do it okay i'd say let's hear all of the songs yeah let's hear all yeah, of them. we might, <laughs> might want to go through all of them let's do all of them let's do all of them <laughs> lauren if you just want to do some I'm not no 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 stop i want to do yeah. them all I want to do them all. and choose, Lauren? <laughs> no, Weird no, no, no. time to start this practice. I know. I but know. why not? I don't know. No, no, no. Let's do, the, let's do the whole thing. Let's do the whole thing. All right. The first track on this record is called, And Yet Inside I'm Screaming. Oh, 
got a hot riff up top this is a hot open we got screams into a smooth boy chorus but we got a good hook good hook also key lyrics fuck you fuck everyone what did i write in my notes after that lyric great job wow jenny, jenny thoughts on and yet i'm inside i'm screaming i liked it i don't know if i would have called it a hot open but i wasn't mad at it um, I, I did enjoy it. Now, resources on this on this record in terms of songmeanings.com actually having the lyrics or comments, scarce. But what you specifically called out is great lyrics. There is a Sputnik music album review that specifically says the only track which has quite poor lyrics is the album opener which has sentences like turn to me justify what you think you've done hollow words fuck you fuck everyone which are really bad and bland (laughs) so we've already got a little disagreement going on here you sent me this review and with all due respect to this reviewer you sound like a robot if you read this review, it it feels like it was written by somebody who is a robot. A robot who has been sent here to review albums and feels a little cold. Feels like maybe he hasn't gone through some things. Because mm. who hasn't been there when they've thought, fuck you, fuck everyone. Everyone. That's a universal feeling. Okay, this is about connection. And that one, I feel like that that's a connector. That's a connector, not a deflector. Connector, not reflector. There it is. Thank you, Matt. What'd you think of this hey, one? Hey, I, I can repeat what you said like a <laughs> fucking champion. <laughs> What'd you think of this one? You know what? I liked it. I thought it was a hot open. I'm going to give it the moniker of hot open. Uh, but I also understand Jenny's uh, reluctance for the uh, hot open title because we both got changed a little bit. We did. We got mildly changed in that chorus. I didn't hate it. You know, normally I am an absolutist when it comes to changing that it's always bad. But there's enough other things going on. It isn't really the focal part of what's happening. It turns out that it's just them doing a more Alice in Chains style harmony than a full on Here Comes the Rooster. I, th- I like the riff. I-, I like what's going on here. Track one in the books. It's a good one. There you go. As Jenny said, songmeanings.com. No help for us here. No help at all. So I had to look at these lyrics and try to figure out what was going on. And my best bet is that this is a classic bad relationship song. And that he tried to change. And ultimately, though, it didn't mean anything because she was full of lies, which is where the hollow words come from. Mm. But then he does he does kind of take it pretty wild because he's so mad that he's saying, fuck you, fuck everyone. 
which is once again though universal feeling yeah i mean i can't argue with that all right okay up next we've got flawless hearing i'm hearing a lot of familiar sounds in this song i'm hearing a very lincoln park chorus i'm hearing some very mud esque harsh vocal uh this seems like i'm hearing more influences coming to the surface than really twin method not mad about it but this one i feel like the it does the damn thing as i wrote in my notes but it does feel pretty derivative. But I didn't have a bad time. So a little column A, a little column B. Jenny, what'd you think? I had similar thoughts. I was actually very distracted by the programming at the top because it sounds like a 70 or 80s horror movie and I can't place it and I couldn't place it any of the times that I listened to it. But... It was something that a movie I watched not that long ago and it just like couldn't, I just couldn't place it. So if you heard that and you thought, oh, this sounds like something from this movie, tell me because it's driving me fucking crazy. Um, but I liked the song. I thought it was fine. Like the, the same thing I felt with the first one, like it wasn't necessarily super grabbing me, but like I still enjoyed it i like the harsh vocals it's interesting to me that there are six people in this band just i i don't know if i'm like getting that coming through in in these songs but uh i don't know i was definitely not bummed so 
No. It's not high praise. Yo, yeah. High praise yeah. coming from Jenny. Yeah, not bummed at all. No. This song seems to be, I think, like an anti-suicide song. It seems to be about being in like your darkest place, but but realizing that you're not going to go there and you are you are alive and you can break me down, but I'm alive. And uh, which is a good message. Matt, what did you think of Flawless? You know, I liked it. Um, all in all, I, I like the programming at the top. I like the way that it, the, uh, the, the wee, 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 um, fun sounds. Always love a good fun sound. When the vocals hit, I was like, uh-oh. But you know what? They grew on me. I liked I liked what happened there. And then when we got to the chorus, I was like, thank you for pumping up the chorus while having a little bit more subdued verse. I was like, Yes. Give me that if you're going to give me this vocal treatment on the on the verses. I found that the smooth vocal is what I feel like is right on what I think you would call, Jenny, the wine precipice. It's almost a wine, but not quite. Right when you think it's going to turn into a whiny vocal, either it backs down or he seeds the spotlight to the harsh vocal and so it never quite gets there and the one thing that it almost reminded me of but then it would get away from is taproot Mm -hmm. taproot is like they could give you some hard chuggy guitar but then that vocalist comes in and he's just he's just a little too whiny for my taste but this guy he's like right to the edge of what you could take and he pulls back oh there you have it there you have it. Are we ready for the next track? Let's do it. All right. Up next, we got Pedigree. Yeah, Matt, if you want to go to 140. Yeah, we can do that. We're almost there anyway. Here we go. give him a pit activated there it is it is activated wow uh here's my money two tickets to twin method please let's see they've announced as we record this they've announced two vaccines on the way 
We get those. We, let's get them both. Twinned vaccines for twin method, baby. Twinners on that vaccine. <laughs> That's right. Then we call these boys up, say, get them all together. Twin method reunion, because we need to hear that pedigree live. Jenny. We'll hop the pond. <laughs> well, we will have to hop the pond. We'll or they can hop pond the pond. Hop. Whatever works best for them. I mean, I will I will have a question. If, and listen, I'm just asking, I'm just asking, no pressure. Is Logan going to be there? Just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> Is Logan going to be there? That will make a difference. It will make a difference. Is Logan going to be there? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No pressure. Jenny, uh, what'd you think of Pedigree? I really liked it. I wasn't quite sure what to expect after the first two tracks. Though, I, like I said, I wasn't like mad about it. But I thought Pedigree was a ripper. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, we've got a hot riff. The drums have a real nice kick to them on this. That synth on the bridge totally took me by surprise. That's when this record, that's when I feel like this album kicks into high gear. That synth comes in and I said, okay, we're we're, we're cooking here. We're cooking. And I wrote in my notes, this track, it crackles. It crackles. It's got a nice crunch to it. These guys are stealing from the best. Mudvayne and Static X. And then I went into what this song could be about. These are some lyrics. My life, how can I compare? Create, owing me nothing, motivate me, saturate me, compensate me from elite pedigree. He's also talking about lessons in life is all that I asked for. And so my my first thought, I think everyone's thinking it, so I'm just going to say it. Is this the new metal, my fair lady? Wow. Who's, so who's Eliza Doolittle in this equation? I would say the the singer is. Okay. And he's being and, he's being taught to be proper. I don't know if it's going to work because this is you know. So somebody's Henry Higgins him. Yes. He's okay. motivating him, saturating him, compensating him from elite pedigree. I don't know if we're going to a dinner. I don't know if we're going to a meeting. I don't know what what it is that you know, I mean, but the thing is that if you see what these guys look like, you got some wild. They, hair they need some finishing school. This is yeah. These this is if 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 this is an attempt, it didn't take because these boys these boys love. I will I can tell you these boys love some colors. When you went to Twin Method, you were getting the full rainbow. You were getting it all. So uh, yeah. Uh, Matt, what did, what did you think of Pedigree? I think these guys are doing the damn thing. I'm I'm not necessarily hearing new shit. I'm not hearing stuff of which I'm like, whoa, we got some trailblazers here. But they're doing the right things. They're stealing the right things. They are making it their own so far. I'm not like this is Lincoln Park. I'm not like this is this. But there's enough touchstones within the group where it's like they're they're wearing their influences on their sleeve. Yeah, I thought I felt this one was a better integration of the influences where I felt like I could tell the Mudvayne and Static X touches, but it didn't feel like somebody listened to Love Dump and then immediately made this song. Like this feels more organic. And I appreciate it a lot. I thought it's uh, I thought it was great. Thought it was great. All right. 
Up next, we've got Defeated. So what I liked about this song was that you get this smooth boy vocal on the verses, but then once again, he, he backs off and he's like, for this chorus, I need a shredder. I need a vocal shredder in there. Go get it. Go get it. And he gets it. And I, I was impressed by that. Once again, I, with a lot of these records, you know, you hear about these guys, they were one and done. What are they bringing to the table? But they are keeping me interested. Got some interesting textures right up top. That chug and riff comes in, and I'm I'm paying attention. I am alert. I am awake, and also I'm hearing him when he's screaming lies, lies, lies. Somebody was untruthful to this man. Jenny, thoughts undefeated. I agree with you. Somebody definitely didn't tell the truth. Again with this, I'm just back to feeling kind of neutral. It sounds good. I wasn't mad to be listening to it, but I just really, I think I struggled to connect with this band or like, I I don't know, like there are some songs later on the record that I really, really like, but I think as often happens, the smooth boys lose me Uh, and that it's not the, the fault of the smooth boy. I don't think based on what I'm hearing from you, I think it's just... A matter of preference. That's fair. Matt, thoughts? I'm having fun with these guys. I like this record so far. I'm not overwhelmed by it in any stretch of the imagination, but they're, they're doing fun stuff. Like the guitar in this song is like, the it's a good chug. It's a good riff. It's keeping it moving. It's a little bouncy. The lyric, uh, the voice choice, the voice choice, uh, the lead singer on the track, not necessarily my favorite vocal treatment, but they keep bringing me back in with the choruses. They're not going full smooth choruses. They're at least doing well at providing variety. So I'm having fun with it. I'm enjoying it so far. All right. Well, let's let's see if we can keep that joy going. (laughs) All right. Up next, we've got Stare Through Me.
Okay. All right. Okay. Oh. This is a Linkin Park song. <laughs> Listen, I thought they did a pretty good job in this one. I they did my, great. I wrote my notes. These boys ain't done yet. These boys are not done yet. All right? That the production on this song was crisp. It's got a great new metal chorus. I wish I could write a Linkin Park song for my band to play that that's, that is that good. We've they heard- changed the ever-living shit out of Jenny and me at the top of it, though. A little bit. <laughs> Listen, it's at this point, you guys, it's an occupational hazard that you're going to get changed. Okay? Yes. It's not going to feel good, though. Right. It's true. We're not going to pretend true. it's not happening, Lauren. Lauren. Okay. Oh, okay. Lauren. All right. God. Oh boy. Listen, <laughs> it's 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 just funny to me. I feel like I feel like that guy at the zoo, and it's like they see three zookeepers, and <laughs> two of them are like trying to feed the animals, and for whatever reason, the horses are trying to kick them, and they're just like, uh, they're dodging that, they're dodging the poop, and then there's this third zookeeper, and he's just like petting the horses no problem he's not getting any poop on him and they're like what's the deal and that's i think the way i feel about the chain zine you know that we're zookeepers at the horse zoo yes. getting pooped on <laughs> yes you know what right. listen jenny when you put it that way you're right it was a perfect <laughs> metaphor comparison i'm glad i said it and i'm not going to cut it out of the episode you it's one of the most you profi- dare if you cut it out i'm gonna oh, post I'm gonna it in pissed. the comments an expose oh. oh yeah no one of the, one of the smartest things i've ever said on the show um, you know what the your problem is, you guys? Your best insight. My best insight. I think my problem, if I were to really nail it down, is that earlier in the episode, I saw this picture <laughs> of Logan Mater, and it fried my brain. It fucked us all up. Oh, I think my it's Lord. Oh, boy. Jenny, what did you think of this one? I actually really liked this one. I agree with Matt that I got a lot of Linkin Park here, but uh, I, I I really liked this song. Uh, it kept me, despite the changing, it kept me, it kept my attention the whole time, you know, which is, the, a, which is the goal. And it's got a classic line. I won't be you. Tale as old as time. There you go. Matt, I know you get changed. I know you feel it's Lincoln Park, but at the same time, how did you feel? I loved it. I mean, I'm not angry at this band. I am on the ride at this point with them. We're about a third of the way through the record. We should probably pick up the bass. We're making great time. Let's let's just let's just let's just keep it going. All right. Up next, we've got twelve.
The crib sheet is starting to look a little Linkin Park top to bottom. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, at this point, this song was the first time that it seemed to slow down a little bit. So I wrote in my notes that this is a Get Those Lighters song. Sequencing-wise, it makes sense. But once again, though, this is where the influences are overtaking the band. So I he so I agree with you, Matt. I hear more Lincoln Park than I hear Twin Method on this one. But once again, though, we have some lyrics in here that kind of relatable, where he gets mad. He says, "You asked me for a smile. Listen, you hate that when you're not feeling it. And somebody asks for a smile, especially Jenny. You can relate. Oh. Somebody asks a lady for a smile." <laughs> The one of the worst things you can do in the world. I think it's even worse when you say you're so much prettier when you smile. That's a real puke in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's, a bad, that's a bad one. That's a bad one. You got a smile for me? That's my least favorite. Like, no. Oh. <laughs> afraid I don't. I'm afraid I don't. I will say, aside from the fact that it can prevent you and others from becoming infected by COVID-19... Since wearing my mask, no one has asked me to smile. So this might just be my look (laughs) forever because it's been great. I am not a person who has a naturally smiley looking face. Like I'll smile if we're talking, but if I'm just sitting thinking, no, no, no. And that'll prompt people to be like, hey, what's up? You okay? Smile. Right. Hey, what's wrong? Smile. So the mask is a blessing in, in so many ways. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, people have asked me, they're like, you, you, you're friends with Jenny, right? I'm like, I am. And they'll go, she's like really hardcore. And I was like, I mean, no. <laughs> What, what are you talking about? Wait, is that about? real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, people, really that's, hardcore about what? I don't know. People, you are you are an intimidating presence to a lot of people in the improv community, Jenny. <laughs> well, okay. I'll have you know. People people have approached me, and they're just like, you, you guys are like like friends? Like, you talk? Like, not just something? Like, yes, we, we are. What? P- yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I guess, you know, I just glad to know I inspire fear in the Metro <laughs> Detroit improv community. You do. Talk about this song a little bit. What's the 12? Is this the 12 steps? Is that what they were talking about here? 
that was my first thought, but but I don't know. What is the twelfth step? Ooh, that is a good question. So the twelve steps of recovery. Well, are we talking about like the? Uh... No, that's grief. Sorry. Well, <laughs> how many stages of grief are there, Matt? Are there twelve? I thought there's nine stages of grief. Okay, the twelve steps are Alcoholics Anonymous, and also known as the twelve traditions. And according to this Wikipedia, or, sorry, not this Wikipedia, according to this article, this is the 12 steps. They're very long. Um, but the 12th step is having had a spiritual awakening as the result of the previous 11 steps. And then you carry this message to other alcoholics to practice these principles in all our affairs. So that's the 12th. Wow, I didn't know God was so heavily involved in the 12 steps. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 Uh, AA was was kind of put together by, uh, and it has a very God undertone to it. I only know that because I listen to uh, WTF and Marin talks about it f- often mm. because AA in kind of addiction, the club as he calls it, um, he always goes easy on that stuff. He's just like, it's whatever it means to you. Mm. yeah it looks like it's an undertone for steps one and two and it turns into an overtone steps three to twelve <laughs> so. yeah and yeah. the five stages of grief are denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance okay all right okay and we've already covered the ten commandments on this show so i don't know yeah but we love a list we do love a list <laughs> we love a list don't discriminate against the kind of list all right we um all. we love a list and um you know what else we love we love a first single yeah let's talk about the first single up next we've got the abrasive I gotta say, this isn't this isn't my favorite song on the album, but the decision to make this the first single makes sense to me. It seems like it is it is kind of a, a twin method sampler pack of getting what this band does, but in a more radio friendly format. Because notice here the chorus is smooth and the harsh vocal is still on the track, but a little more minimized. But it's got a solid hook. So I get it. And I wrote in my notes, we are rocking, we are chugging. So, 
I thought it was uh, I thought it was all right. And I thought it was kind of a ripper. Jenny, what'd you think? I liked this one quite a bit. I thought it was a great choice for a single. Yeah, I I read some in one of the reviews, and I can't remember which one. So I apologize to these reviewers from ten plus years ago. But someone um, compared it a bit to like Slipknot, and I wasn't really getting that. Um, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely felt a little more aggressive in a different way, but I don't know. I wasn't really hearing Slipknot necessarily, but I did enjoy I, this one. I could hear this is a volume three Slipknot vibe. That's what I'm getting a little bit more because it's got more of a smooth vocal, but the harsh stuff is still poking in. So I would compare that to like, like a secondhand duality or something like that. Um, which has the harsh stuff in it, but is but is more smoothed out uh, for Slipknot. So I could I could hear it a little bit. Matt, what'd you think of the abrasive? I, I enjoyed it. A little jarring from uh, rough vocal to clean vocal at times. Like the first time, I think it's probably the worst transition of of, of all the ones that we heard. You know, everything was going kind of, and I don't know. It just felt like what. <laughs> The song itself is familiar. Like, I think I've said it now, but the crib sheet kind of had a bunch of influences on it. And then uh, page two was like a little less influences. And then uh, here we are, like page seven. And it's just, again, kind of Linkin Park written down, which isn't bad because they're doing the things I like when Linkin Park does them. You know, like, yeah, there's a reason they sold so many freaking records. I mean, yeah, I mean, they aren't bad choices. They aren't bad choices. There isn't a moment of it that makes me go, okay, that's kind of an overstatement. But there's not too much in this album that has made me go, why'd you do that? It all makes sense. It all plays well. 2006 is an odd time to be doing this that is what comes up in a lot of the reviews and jenny you kind of pointed out that a lot of the the thought here is not even necessarily that anyone is negative but more that people are indifferent and just say a lot of i think one review is just like too little too late I think is what one review said. Yeah, it is really weird that this came out in 2006. And even uh, this had a video. Yeah. And I have to say, like, I remember 2006 very clearly. Very clearly. Actually, so do I. (laughs) These looks were not. It was like. You are knee deep in My Chemical Romance black parade time yes yes uh on top of that i'm trying to think what else i mean like the the white stripes i think are about to drop icky thump so they're still a known entity you you've got the yeah the indie is like prime indie going on block party um uh modest mouse i think are about to drop their uh, record. Um, I mean, there's, there's just yeah, that whole. Oh, good vibe. news for people who like bad news. The, the follow up, the the one, the one after that one with the the ship, the ship sank or something like that. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that yeah, that was the whole that was the whole vibe. Arcade Fire, 
neon ball neon not neon ballroom that's silver chair neon, neon bible. bible yes so that's a whole yeah watching this video yeah i couldn't believe that this was a 2006 video and a very unusual choice so you've got the band on a sound stage you got a blue screen behind them which in my opinion as someone who's never made anything with special effects but if i've got that blue screen theoretically i can do anything i can put this band on mars i can put this band anywhere i could put this band at the in the center of the earth i could put them on the top of a mountain but they just cgi them onto a street which you could just do anyway. <laughs> that is uh, true. Not difficult to film a bunch of dudes on a street. I it, it's it's like they were like, listen, if we filmed on a real street, we'd have to block off traffic. It'd be a whole thing. We'll just CGI the street. Will it look like a real street? Absolutely not. It's not going to look like a real street. No, it won't even be close. And it does lend the video. A very weird sort of rubbery, unreal, uncanny valley aspect to it that does make it memorable. And the colors do pop. But at the same time, though, they're on a fucking street. It's a very weird choice. Jenny, what do you think? I mean, I agree with everything you said. And I'll just add, it was it's so striking how this looks as though it should have been in like 2000, 2001. And I get it if we see this in like 2003, 2004, but by 2006, it's like. Nobody's doing this. What are we doing? Gotta stop it. <laughs> is that, is that you running onto the set? Yeah, stop guys, this. Stop, this. stop this. Hey, stop this. hey, hey. You're all very proficient. There's a lot of stuff I could see you doing, but what is this? What are you doing? No. No, no, no. We're going to wash her hair. We're going to comb off those spikes. <laughs> here's some Here's some more context. 2006 albums. Okay. Return to Cookie Mountain, TV on the radio. Future Sex Love Sounds. Justin Timberlake. Uh, whatever people say I am. Arctic Monkeys. Of course, we've mentioned Black Parade. Wise Joanna Newsome. Fish scale, ghost face. I mean, come on. Oh. Food and liquors out. Uh, oh, I can't believe I forgot clips. Hell hath no fury. Oh. St. Elsewhere, Gnarls Barkley, the Lily Allen record. So like this, Hot Ships, The Warning, fuck me. 2006 is packed. It's a stacked uh, year. Stacked it's year. It's a stacked, stacked year. These poor guys, you know, like, God love them, but yeah, they're a little, they're behind the time. You know what else? You know what else came out this year? Mastodon Blood Mountain. There you go. There you go. And okay. um, that Modest Mouse record was 2007. Oh, I stand corrected. Listen, the mid 2000s. I well, know it's a wash. It's it's not so much a wash. It's that I realized something recently. I was going through my computer and I found a bunch of pictures from the mid 2000s, and in every single picture, people are not drunk in these photos we are wasted <laughs> we are in trouble hammered it, hammered it 
every single photo. And I don't think of that time period as being a time in which I was wasted. But based on these photos, me and everyone I knew was wasted. Mm. (laughs) So many of these photos are blurry. Like the camera is just bouncing all over the place. Oh, my Lord. Just I I look at these photos. I'm just like, everyone here is wasted. Uh, You know, people collapse. So many photos of collapsed people on couches. Oh, my Lord. Takes us right back to those 12 steps. It does. And the name of that album was We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. Oh, perfect. Perfect. There we go. There we go. All right. We got some more songs to go here. So up next, we've got All Becomes Clear. God love them for keeping the lamp light trimmed and burning for uh, new metal because they really are going for it. This ain't no half stepping for new metal on this record. There, I'm kind of surprised it's the third uh, tag on a Wikipedia because this feels this feels a hundred percent new metal to me. This doesn't feel watered down. I'm not getting a hint of butt at all. This is no. straight up new. I'm yeah. also not hearing industrial or alternative metal. I'm just hearing new metal. Yeah, I think anything that has a boop and a beep gets industrial kind of by default. Yeah, that's probably what they like. Who you don't know what to do with a sequencer? It's industrial. And th- I noticed the vocals get a little nasally, which seems like the only sort of hint that this song would be made in 2006 during a uh, sort of the emo punk pop punk era, but. You know, I'm on the ride for this one. I thought it was great. It had a really strong chorus. And I felt like this was a surprising little moment of like, oh, this record ain't done yet. We've still got a lot in the tank. So I was pretty impressed. What did you think, Jenny? I liked this one. I'm still waiting for something to emerge that I'm like, oh, my God, there they are. It's not there yet for me. Mm-hmm. Would you say that this band has potential? I would definitely say this band has lots of potential. I felt that all throughout. It was often almost there, but never quite fully got there. And sadly, this is the only record. I know. The potential of it all. The potential of it all. But hey, as we're saying, there's apparently, as we record this, two vaccines coming. That's right. And I. this is my hope. There's one of the silver linings of this whole pandemic era. And that hope is that people who've been missing the stage, who've had 
some long simmering grievances have, have, have put some things aside and said, you know what? We got to get back up on that stage. We got to rip it up one more time. And that is my prediction that when things reopen, we start having shows again. We're going to see a lot of reunions we never would have expected to happen again. I don't think you're wrong because I think there has been a what's really important aspect to this as well. Mm-hmm. And so that is the thing. So am I am I hopeful that Twin Method is the first band that announces some sort of reunion? You know what? Yes, I am hopeful for that because part of me also hopes that they're like, you know what? Let's do another new record. Let's call up Logan. Call him up. See what he's doing. Is he hanging out? Just what's Logan up to? That's all. Just find out. Just find out. I'm just curious is all. Just curious. Exactly. All right. Up next, we've got Reality Check. So I'm of two minds in this song, and I want to see if you guys are thinking the same way I am. The band, crushing. The riffs, real nice. That's what I want. Vocally, though, shouldn't this really have some rapping on it? I feel like I'm walking I mean, into a trap. <laughs> I mean, shouldn't it have some rapping on it? I just feel like that uh, guitar, that is screaming for a Shinoda or a Durst to hop on it. Not a Chester or a Corey. That, that's just my feeling. The first time I heard it, I said, oh, somebody, somebody needs to get on this thing. Start rhyming. But it's just singing. And it felt it felt weird the first time. It feels weird now. Should have, been. but the thing is that clearly these guys don't rap. So I mean, what are they going to do about it? No, they have three vocalists and they don't rap. A single one raps, which I mean, you know, sometimes you don't know that until you get into the studio. You know, maybe Logan was like, "Any one of you guys to rap?" And they were like, "None of us rap." He's like, "What? You guys are from Liverpool and not a single one of you rap? Incredible!" Like all the famous Liverpudlian bands. <sighs> so many great rappers out of Liverpool. I can't think of any of their names offhand right now, but that's because I've been listening to this record all week. But Liverpool, I believe, is like the origin. I mean, that's where rap is from, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody says Queens, but the real, the real ones know. The real ones know. The real heads know. Started over there in Liverpool. Uh, Jenny, 
Matt, what 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 did you what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I thought the riff was very cool. I I definitely wasn't really looking for rap here. I don't think, but I agree with you that there was a sense of something that was like missing a little bit. Um, maybe it was rap. Maybe I wasn't looking for rap, but I should have been. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I feel oh. I feel bad with this record because I do like it. And listening to it, I wasn't mad at all. I just think this feels like one of those records that like maybe it's not fully for me, you know? And that's that's no uh that's no negative mark on anybody's file here. That's just uh what I like to call personal pref. That's fair. Matt, here's where my head is. This was the first one on the record that I was like, does this need to be on the record? This one uh, was fine. It was fine, but it wasn't like blowing me away. Okay. All right. There we go. This is just like the reviews. Very true. Very true. All right. You guys, I just looked this up. (laughs) Logan Mater is almost 50. Mm. Looks what? In- yes. He's born nineteen seventies, forty nine years old. Looks incredible. All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he looks great. Let's hope he's got a home gym set up. Uh, <laughs> My man looks like he's rocking a bow flex. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's got a home gym. Let's hope. We don't know. He might be shrinking away to nothing like those little people that sell their souls to Ursula on The Little Mermaid. (laughs) I don't want that for him. I don't want that thing for him. No. We don't have any proof that he's not been shrunken into a little shrimpy mer person who sold their soul. If Logan does not have a home gym, then we just start a Kickstarter. We've been... We've been talking about starting a Patreon for this show. Let's get it towards getting this guy a Bowflex if he doesn't have one because he needs one. If you've seen this picture on his Wikipedia, you would agree with us. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And I think we could probably convince Bowflex to sponsor this man based on the gains that they see that he could make. Absolutely. Absolutely. You show Bowflex this photo. They and say this should be the new face of Bowflex. They would say a hundred percent, absolutely. They would fire whoever the current face is. It's probably nobody, you know. I think I think they probably have always been floating on the Bowflex sells itself. But put this guy in front of it. They're like, look, we love his body's ripped. The right. problem is, what really sells a Bowflex is a transformation, and I say. Don't think I haven't thought about this. I have it <laughs> on good authority, strong evidence that Logan really wanted something. And he was near the sea. And so he <laughs> made a really bad deal with Ursula the Sea Witch. And he's now a shrunken shrimp person from Little Mermaid. So oh, what we can do. <laughs> so what we can do, like get your lawyers to work something out with Ursula. You know, sea law. And then he can go from being a shrunken shrimp person in Little Merm 
<laughs> to being ripped again. I love that you shortened it to Little Merm. Little Why, Merm. You know what I'm talking about. We're there. <laughs> We're friends like that. I'm just saying. This could really make an impact. <laughs> I think if you... I don't I don't approve of insider trading, but if I were you, I'd put your whole 401k on Bowflex. All, All right. that stock right there. You, you heard it right there. All right. I be- we've got three more songs left. Yes, we do. All right. Up next, we've got fake. <laughs> I knew this would be a divisive moment. I -hmm. knew it. Because this is the song where, for whatever reason, this guy decided that he was going to take singing lessons. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, why didn't he sing like this in all the other songs? All the other songs, he's singing like a rock guy. And on this song, he's like, actually, I can sing beautiful. And I'm going to give you one little taste of it on this song. But I, I thought this one... The guitars in this are ripping it up, and I, uh, I, I kind of was surprised once again that we were getting this level of heat this late in the record. And also, once again, I feel like a lot of times this late in the record, you're getting stuff that feels like filler. You're getting things that feel like, you know, yeah, tossed at the end of the record. Nobody's ever going to get there anyway. And here we're still doing interesting things. You're keeping my attention. I enjoyed this one a lot. I think this is one of my favorite ones on the album. Jenny, what'd you think? I liked, I actually liked the song a lot. I liked most of it a lot. I was definitely thrown by this new introduction. (laughs) This angelic, smooth boy vocal. Yeah, I I did like it a lot, but that, it was interesting because I felt like this song was, they had that, of course, that like interesting choice. But then also like the, the harsh vocals sounded much harsher to me and like the songs are much heavier to me than most of the rest of this record. So it's just a very interesting contrast. Yeah. Matt, I cannot tell. Are, are you a fan of this beautiful singing? Or, or, what, how do you feel about this one? 
I'm not crazy about it because it's. I kind of mentioned earlier that I felt like the smooth vocal entrance was off-putting. This one's very off-putting. Like, it's a bold move. It's a love it or hate it move. I think like you, it's it's a move you have to have an opinion of. I don't I don't see anybody hearing that and being like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you hear that and you either go. Whoa, that's really different, really unique. I like that. Or you go, oh, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> I mean, that's a Jared Dines video waiting to happen. But um, I digress. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it, that's for sure. Where was the guy who's singing on the chorus? They could have used him there. I don't know. I just feel like the uh, the um the more throaty singer, the more uh, guttural singer has such a gravelly powerful voice that like to go to angelic clean after he's like gargling with with you know rocks on the road. It's too much. It's too too much of a jarring transition. I, I will say it is a it is a situation where you do realize the 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 rare the rare moment when you get a two vocalist band and it goes together perfectly in a way that you know you can't plan you know you know when I, I mean I'm thinking of you know obviously with Lincoln Park you know um, where it just yeah it just you just get it. It just makes sense. And the two voices are so different. And the thing with this is that you feel that they're like, we can do that too. And they can, but it doesn't have the same spark to it. Partially because it's already been done. So it can only feel like a bit or a lot of a retread. Uh, but, I, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Actually, Matt, if you want to go to 212, uh, we get a beepy interlude with guitar stabs into screams. It does. It really does. It really does. All right. So we've got we've got actually one final song and then really kind of an outro. Is that right, Jenny? That's correct. So I have a question. How respectful of our time is this album? Uh this song comes in at just about forty minutes. Do you have a forty minutes? Do you have a specific runtime for this? Because I'm getting this from um Spotify says 12 songs, 40 minutes, 32 seconds. 
There we go. 40 there minutes, go. 32 seconds. It's respectful of our time. Very respectful of our time. That's, yeah. This is, uh, yeah, I, I, I was driving around listening to this record, got to my destination, left, and before I even got back home, record was over. So, very, yeah, very easy listen. Very easy listen. All right. The final full song on the record, Lost Signal. Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Lost Signal? Um, I liked this song. I was kind of hoping that we would either go out the last... What I was really hoping for was that our last full song would be a cover. But I didn't get my wish here. Oh, that would have been sweet. Would have been perfect. Um, I don't know. This, at some point... This record all kind of sounds similarly like the middle of a decent record to me. The song didn't really feel differently than that. I did like the programming on this song. I thought it was a little bit more pronounced and interesting, but I don't know. It just kind of all blends together for me after a while. Lauren, what did you think? You know, I uh, I was surprised by the riff. I thought it was pretty good. I wrote in my notes, this riff is tasty. Uh, so I was still on the ride for this one. I, uh, you know, I don't mind the smooth boy vocal on this. Uh, so this felt, this felt like a strong close to me. Um, I kind of felt like the second half of this record, I felt was a little more stacked than the front half. So I, w- I was about this one. I thought this one was pretty good and I thought it had a strong chorus. Um, which is what I wanted. I mean, it is still that thing though. Like I'd finish this record and then I'd be like, this came out in 2006. Right. (laughs) And 
I mean, all I can say is You're, those those very specific breakbeats in two thousand six. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a commitment. It's this is this is a situation where you listen to this album and you're like, oh shit, to these guys, this is the lifestyle. This is this is they're living it. You don't you don't the torch is lit. Absolutely. So for that, I tip my hat. Uh, so yeah, I, I like this one, Matt. You know, I like these guys. This song feels like it should have been earlier in the record. I'm a little cons- I'm now a little confused why we're going out on this one, other than we just kind of wanted to go out on a more upbeat one. But I kind of feel like it should have been in the first five songs. I think I think we had a little sameness up top. So divide that up a little bit and I think I, th- I would have enjoyed it more sequencing wise earlier. At this point I'm just like, yep. Twin method, they're good. I enjoy it. But I'm not like anything other than that. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so to close us out I wrote my notes. It's a beepy boy outro. What do we got, Jenny? I live, I smile, I obey. It is a mood. It is a mood. It does t- it does take you in a different direction than you expect this type of record to end. But I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. And that's that's the record. That is Twin Method. The volume of self. And now it's the part of the show where we talk about who. <laughs> Talk. Talk about the cannon. Oh, Matt, is that is that your singing lessons cannon talk? <laughs> cannon talk. You're I, you're down here. I need you up here. There we go. Uh, need, uh, yeah. Hi, it's me, Falsetto Fred. How are you? Oh, Falsetto Fred. Um. I'm in the mood for love. Oh, boy. I wish my mom would divorce this guy. <laughs> hey, Jenny, how are you? Fred, I'm fine. Please leave. No, I can't go because I've got springs on my steps. Kind of a Mickey Mousey thing. Oh, hi, Jenny. Oh, hey, my. Jenny. Uh, yeah. how's, that, how's that new guy that your mom's dating he seems like a pretty cool guy is he giving you singing lessons uh he's trying to (laughs) i gotta say he's really nice he treats my mom super well 
and I fucking hate him. <laughs> but I can see that he's good for. But he just won't stop trying to get me to sing, specifically falsetto. Oh, boy. Well. Jenny? Uh-oh. Yeah. I need to talk to you about the best voice in the whole wide world. Your head voice. Fred, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta oh. go. I gotta oh, go. Oh, my. Oh boy, I've got to replace all my uh, all my wine glasses. They have shattered. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Twin Method? Uh, so this record was fun to listen to. You know, I know we were all really excited when we kind of heard a clip from it. I think listening to it uh, repeatedly, I kind of found myself like there wasn't anything that really stood out to me. I was not sad to have listened to it. It was a fun listen. It clipped right along. It sounded great. But for me, there's nothing for the canon. But I definitely had fun listening to it. So, and those vids were fun too. Definitely. I, you know what? I thought this was a pretty hot record. I had a whole lot of fun listening to it. I thought the the guitars ripped. I thought... I thought the production sounded really good. I know the reviews disagree with me. I disagree with them. And there it is. And you know, when we hear a lot of these records from bands that were one and done, uh I sometimes they're just not this fun. And this one seemed pretty fun to me, even when it did get goofy with, you know, perfect singing and and other things. It 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 was always a pretty good time. It never wore out its welcome. Uh, I don't, I don't think I'd put the whole thing in the canon, but I feel like a track like Pedigree is very strong. And that was the one that I wrote down as a, as a possibility. But yeah, I had a good time with this record. And, uh, yeah, that, that's my thought. Matt. Really fun record. I had a blast listening to it. Uh, jaunty, whimsical at times, um, pit activating at times pogoy just really great time period is an absolute question mark but um you know because you're not far away from 2001 yet like you're five years on so people had moved on you need you know if if you would have told me 2015 i'd have been like well, yeah, then it's throwback. It's kind of like new generation doing their own thing. Um, very Linkin Park light at times. Um, good vocals, good song structure. Doing, like I said earlier in the episode, stealing the right stuff, wearing their influences on their sleeve, not necessarily taking it to a place that felt 2006. You tell me this comes out in 98, I'm like, where the fuck has this been? How did we miss this? Because this had it all. But in 2006, it's, yup, it's good. It's what we like about the genre, but it's not exemplary in style. So I wouldn't put anything in the in the uh, canon. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so nothing. And yet, y- inside, yet. Oh. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Aren't we all, right now, especially? Oh, oh my yeah. God, right now. Oh, oh, yeah. Right now. It's been a week. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way. 
Indeed. Right. You two lovely, lovely people, you. That's right. This if you're like that. me, you're not seeing anybody, and it just might as well be called Thursday. But it's true. <laughs> it's very fucking true. seeing anybody. Yeah. It's true. It's true. We're on fucking lockdown again. It's the best. Wear a goddamn mask. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Merry, Merry Thanksgiving. Wear a fucking mask. I know. I know. My uncle is in town from out of state, which is not the best idea I've ever heard in my life. And he said that he was sorry that we wouldn't be able to spend Thanksgiving together. And I was like, wow, like that is usually like, we're not like close like that, you know? And I was just like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm sorry too. I've been missing my family. He said, yeah, it's just too bad. Governor's such a dumb bitch. And I was like, there he is. There he is. I was like, there I don't. He is. I was like, that's not the issue. That's <laughs> not what's happening here. Please don't kill my grandma with your germs. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's my song for Thanksgiving. Oh, don't kill oh, my grandma with your, your germs. germs. <gasps> Oh, I could do something with that. No. Oh, oh no! That's oh. The, the the true reason I'm staying home on Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, truly. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Twin method, not in the canon, but we had a good old time listening to him, and uh, that is the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those. Send us a DM. Say what's up. Shoot us a rack. Also, shoot us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Coach with a K, as always. And until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.